99 bottles of beer on the wall, 99 bottles of beer. You, you take, take one down, down you pass it around. 98 bottles of beer on the wall, 98 bottles of beer on the wall. Beers in the basement, beers in the... Hello everyone, not even going to finish that song. We are at episode 15 and back with us today we have... Mr. Mike's back. Yay! Oh, where's your... Oh... I, I, that oh, would have been a great moment for applause, damn. but you know, that's okay. Oh, I just got You're it a little out, rusty. So. You're a little yeah, rusty. Yeah, I'm a little rusty. It's been four weeks. It, has it really been that long? I know. Since I you've know been what, here. I had to get directions here. I had to get a tour guide. I, I get, know. find the house. That's great. <laughs> a tour guide. And over here, we have beers in the basement. Hey, that's my stop. <laughs> yeah, been a, it's been four weeks. We've had some yeah. rough scheduling conflicts, and uh, you've been doing your thing. I've been doing mine, and yeah. haven't been able to lock up, but we're here. We're back. Right. We're going to have fun today. We're going to have fun today, and I'm it. excited. I feel I'm it, too. It. You're giving me special oh. winks and <laughs> shimmies and doing Nobody all Nobody can ever see what we're doing. We're very animated behind the behind the microphones, but no one can ever tell that. Well, maybe one day we'll do the- uh, Oh, the video? Setting up a video and doing a live live cast. I don't know if that would work. I'll but. be sure to wear my best suit. You should. My birthday suit. This is your- Ew. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. You can. I mean, it's a basement. Anything goes. It's all. It's all fair. But we did party at your house once. I talked about that for a second. We had we touched briefly on it last week. Yeah, we had a nice little St. Patty's Day, St. Patrick's Day, Americanized celebration. That was really fun. And you actually cooked. You made corned beef corn and cabbage beef for the first time. It came out really good. It did. I was surprised, yeah. and I was a little concerned because you know you're hosting and you're making something for the first time. Yeah. You don't want to fuck it up. No, of course not. But follow the recipe. You literally just throw it in a crock pot, turn it on, and it's done. It's cheap it, and it easy. Do, it works itself. That's all you got to do. Right, and I think that's the point of it's that meal meat. in general. You cook it, it's, right, exactly. Like you said, yeah, it was a lot of fun, and, and you, you had your first car bomb. That was I, very exciting. That was a lot of fun. And they were smooth. They were delicious. So delicious. Yeah, I don't know what what's. Been it's not even an me. Irish drink. It's just dumb Americans that made this up. They're like, like, what can we put together that we can drink real fast that'll get you fucked up even quicker? Do you ever feel like an ass when you go to a bar ordering something like that, perhaps because it's a little more complicated? I, I have this inherent yeah. almost awareness of not wanting to complicate people's lives. Yeah. Like the bartender? <laughs> yeah, the, they don't make, like making them. Yeah, but it's their job, so I should just be like... I would like 12 car, car bombs, Carbon. please. Yeah, like, it's always, it's never like one. So I've never ordered one by myself. Right. I've had them at bars or people have ordered them for me. Okay. But those people don't care and I'm going to drink it if it's me. But of yeah, course. it's like, can I get 10 car bombs, please? Yeah. It's a lot of work. You got to get, you know, if it's busy, there aren't any glasses cleaned and then you got to pour the shots, you can drop them in, you got to get everybody around. It's a big ordeal. Just order whiskey. The bartender. Like everyone just, else. Yeah. Just roll their head, roll their eyes in their head. Right. Like, if you do do that, or you can better. can I get 12 redhead sluts or to, some yeah, I mean, come on. silly complex shot that's I think maybe for dated. someone's 21st birthday, it's yeah, almost acceptable too. because they, you want to give them the biggest bang and be like, try this. Oh, you got to try this. Oh, yeah. you got to try this. And they, you know. No. Yeah, I try and keep it simple at a bar. I'm a beer right. guy or like a whiskey guy, and that's it. I'm trying right. to get like mixed drinks with 18 different items. Yeah, it's crazy. They're they're pulling stuff. They're getting their phone out. How do I make this now? Oh, uh, it's the worst. Just just get a beer. Right. And call it a day, make man. It, make it fucking easy for everyone. Yeah, really. Just get on with you it. You know, some like, what are they, uh, like have like happy hour drinks, and some are offered that are inquire uh, a lot of different things. A lot you know? of them might already it's, be in a pitcher like behind too. the counter I'll because it's their shit. special for the night yeah. and they'll just you know, bust it out Whip from the pitcher. And... <laughs> I need a beer already. I'm not even going to lie. It's been, Let's see I've been hustling and bustling all morning. You Let's have. see what you got. You... It's Sunday. So when we do Sundays, it's yeah. like, I just came from doing shit at my house too. You're right. always kind of getting things together. It's not, it's like a cleanup day, like prep yeah. for the, the evening and then the next week and, it's okay. Did you it's do raining. yard work yesterday? No, you were gone. I was gone yesterday. We can talk about that a little bit, but no, no yard work yesterday. I did Man. some a little bit throughout the week. It was sunny those, and 74 yesterday. Days. It was crazy. It was very nice. Actually, it was a little chilly this past week. It just started to warm up. Right. So, Everything. and I've been I've been hitting it as the weeks like those couple of nice days throughout the last month oh, or so. Yeah. I'll hit it then. So, I really right. don't have that much left to do. And you some get a little time in the up. day. Yeah, that's your your work schedule is kind of conducive to bang some of that stuff out after work. Right, right. That's pretty. I bet you did some then. Uh, yesterday I did so much all day. Well, good. You had the day and it was perfect. Perfect out. I had a fire going back there where I was just burning the sticks as I'm collecting them. Just get the shit and burn it rather than put it in refuse bag or try and haul it somewhere. Just burn what you can. Burn it and then take the rest somewhere. And you smell it and it kind of creates that 
adds to the whole mood of doing yard it does. work. And you're like, cool, I made a fire. Yeah. <laughs> you feel manly. You feel manly. You like you want to have a buddy come over and have a beer. Right. Roast something on there. <laughs> exactly. Or, or, or just burn more shit. You start going right. through the garage, hmm, what else can I burn? Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Because well, the I don't, fire I don't can never this be anymore. big yeah. enough. Right. Cool. So yeah, it was my turn today. Yeah, I'm excited. And you can just jump in. All right. Get uh, let's see. Jumping in right now. We got. And we have Yards Jefferson's Golden Ale. Yards, they're out of Philly, I think. Right. That's right. We're staying with. I know he had talked about in an earlier cast what we considered local. You Maybe left it in 50 the... miles or so, but oh, Philly's point. close enough. Philly's definitely close It's a close different enough. state, but it's close enough, and they're they're right down there off the water in Philly. And A lot of stuff we like is over in uh, PA. We have Concha Hocken brewing. Concha Hocken. They're one of my favorites. Uh, we might want to... What is up with the, um, the liquor store bags, by the way? Well, oh. normally I wouldn't get that. I, I concealed it on purpose so you wouldn't see it. As I brought it in. No, and that's a good call, but I mean, generally speaking, why do they always have these the same plastic black plastic bags? I think that's the liquor store code. Maybe. To conceal I think, it. I think there's a law. Hmm. Here you go. <laughs> there's no law. It's, oh. just, it's just a common black bag. It, co- it would have would, made sense. It would make sense. Because it's open could, yeah. alcohol or something. I don't know. They don't want, I don't know, if you're leaving a liquor store, you're clearly buying it. You know, I guess, I don't know why. All right, so this says yards. It does. Ales yeah. Of the Revolution. Yeah. Jefferson's Golden Ale. There's six bottles in this six pack. Good thing That's they reminded six. me. And it's, whoa, 8% Yeah, it's alcohol. a little hefty. It's a little, it's going to. I'm okay with that. It's going to give you a little punch in the socks. I'm really okay. <laughs> I want to be punched in the socks real good. I think we'll need an opener, though. Oh, I, I have yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, I never I'm had put it. Put these away. I'm excited. It's go- It's like a gold colored packaging. Uh, standard six pack cardboard. Says Yard Brewing Company. We have our twelve bottles, and the label on the bottle is basically label. a picture of what we assume is Jefferson there mm-hmm. um, carrying something. I can't quite make it out. It looks like a satchel or or maybe a book. Yeah, like a like a belt full of books. A belt you know full of books. How they used books. to do that. And and it looks like he's got his. I don't know if that's a feather pen. I almost want to. Yeah, know. it was a tough call today because I saw a lot that I had liked, and Keep them you know, cold. based on the day and the mood, it's it was nice out this morning. Got a little rainy in the last hour I or so. My own. You forgot your own. Yeah. Hey, why don't you get one? Thanks. And I don't know. Just caught my eye. We'll see what's what. Okay. As we always do. Pop mine. Where'd you go? Local. Local to pick these bad boys up. I was gonna up? go. Where'd you take to a, your take store, a long trip? which is near by when you're on your house? Right. I went down. For those of you who lived in this area, remember old Club 88. Oh, I know. Right by King's Pizza. Sure. There's a little store there. That place closed down because it was getting a little too rowdy, huh? Did they? I I don't know that. Wow, what a great color. Look at that. Yeah, look at that. That That is is a nice deep as amber golden orangey as you can as you can get. It's it's almost yeah. That's wonderful looking. Not a lot of head either. Not a lot of head, and I don't know if that's my pour or well, you did the same. We're kind of equal on that. It might have to do with the percentage alcohol you think that keeps the head down no but it sounded smart i if you had just stuck with that story i, I would have fucking believed well, you like you said we're not fucking know-it-alls no, on this show of course not this looks really good though all right cheers my I'm friend cheers yeah let's try this it's been a while glad to have you back yes okay okay so what i'll say about the golden ales in general is that i honestly have a hard time distinguishing them um there they're all the same. I think I do all, like the overall the style yeah. of a golden ale. Um, you can't. I've never tasted one that's really bad mm-hmm. by any means. Yeah, I've even had you know Molson Golden, which for like is, which six dollars for a six pack, which is peered over today. Also, I was going to go old school and get our our classic Molson. I love that stuff. Golden and Molson ice. Mm-hmm. We used to roll with that back in the day. But yeah, I agree. I mean, one it tastes like the next. This is good. It's very good. It's smooth, and it's got that that bitey kind of crispness to it. Mm-hmm. I do taste the booze a little bit, mm-hmm. and when I when I taste the booze, I can almost pick it out as a distinct flavor that's sort of hard to describe. But sometimes, even with higher percentage alcohol beers, I don't know what they do in the process. They're somehow able to not make it as potent of a booze taste yeah and i don't know how they do it mm-hmm. but in this case for this one for yards i feel like i can taste it it's not necessarily a bad thing but 
it's not the greatest thing either. Mm-hmm. I'll still drink all six of these. Don't get me wrong. Like this is really good. <laughs> Great. But um, but that would be the only, I guess, constructive criticism that I would have off of this. That's why we're I here. That's why we have yeah. it. Yeah, and I said it was again. It was a tough call based on the mood and the weather. What I was in the mood for. What you may be in the mood for. Right, you you kind of have to guess because um, we we have a lot of the IPAs that you you've been bringing. Mm-hmm. It was a tough call. Yeah, I floated over a couple others, and then I was like, I, I can't think about this long. Like, let me just get one because I'll be here all day. Yeah. I saw the 90-minute IPA that you had the other day. Like, right. I was going to get that because they're so good. Oh, they're so good. And there was some, there was some River Horse was there. Was that the Dogfish? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was. River Horse is always a nice bet. I had them last week where I had that dark amber ale. Yeah. And I want to say again, they were so nice in there. I don't know if you've been there at any time recently. It's been on the radar. Never been in yet. We okay. keep talking about going, so. Yeah. Not yet. I know you said they're really nice guys in there and helpful and so helpful. Just want to help you out talking. Yeah, one of the brewers the themselves was, you know, he was pouring and he was he was hitting me with the growler of whatever I talked about last week and he was just cool. I, I was asking about the social media. He's like, Oh, me and this other chick do it and this and that and they were just very engaging, very friendly, just regular dudes making something that right. a lot of people appreciate. hundred percent. Because they can get that reputation to be a little like snotty, a little yeah. cocky, like the whole right. independent beer brewing I'm, thing. I'm a, I'm a micro brew. Right, really. exactly. You never heard of me. Now they have the tours and the right. and the tasting and the trivia, you know. So they're Do they have tours there? They should be engaged with people, so they're gonna be nice regardless. You get yeah. some guy that's making out of a rail car and the you know, behind some lot that's like super secret but still good, he's gonna be all pompous and right. have kind of a an attitude about things like, uh, well, I, I brew my own beer in, in these barrels and I only use hops from the India Plains, whatever the fuck right. they do, you know? Where they're a little too just right. bratty about the whole situation. Right. But these dudes are, uh, dudes are very nice. Yeah, they're very the cool. The beer you said was really, really good, the Denial. Yeah, the Denial was awesome. Oh, and speaking of, so I've been having problems with the interwebs mm. and I wanted to let everybody know that for some reason, iTunes and and Spotify are only showing the latest 10 episodes instead of all of them. We're up to, this is number 16. Spotify is? Yeah, no. Spotify is too. Only the first 10. And I saw a setting with, through my feed that allows me, it was set to 10, which is the, the minimum. And I was assuming that that was the issue. So I bumped it up to 50, but it hasn't changed yet. And I know sometimes these um, websites take a day or two to refresh the feed and then it'll show all your okay, edits that you it. made. Yeah. It's been almost a week now. Oh. So I'm still trying to figure it out. I, I talked to Seb a little bit yesterday, picked his brain. He's like, no dude, it sounds like you have all the right settings. And as you pointed out with Spotify, episode 15 is an hour and a half long. Hour and a half. It's long. 27 minutes. Sure if you look is. at it on iTunes, iTunes has it run, corrected run. at 27 minutes. The runtime on Spotify is an hour and, 20 minutes of yeah. dead air or some, some shit like that. And, and that was my bad because so. I had recorded, and then when you work in these these programs, these audio programs, I cut and paste some of the intro stuff. Mm-hmm. And when I hit paste, it didn't take or whatever, or I thought it didn't take, so I pasted it again. And I'm done editing, I'm doing everything, and I'm looking at this chunk of audio, and I'm like, okay, everything's good. I save it and I upload it, and it says 90 minutes. I'm like, what the fuck? So I go back. I thought you and, did a whole hour and a half by I yourself. Know. I was, I was pre- press play. I had like a drive. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna dive into this. See what what the hell's he talking about? And I could have. I was you in probably could have rolled. Yeah. Mood that day. And well, it's I just funny because you said, "Let me. It. I'm gonna wrap it up." Yeah. And I'm like, "Wow, did he say I'm gonna wrap it up and then still talk <laughs> for another 50 minutes?" <laughs> yeah, because we've done that before. Yeah, it's true. But it was it good. Could go awry. Yeah. Uh, so I, I when I hit paste of this audio file, it must have pasted and just automatically put it out an hour and a half later. So the computer thinks. You have a, a song or a piece, a product that's an hour and a half because there's still a piece of audio at gotcha. the end of the file. Anyway, I corrected that, tried to fix everything. Spotify's still being a dick, so I'm still working on that uh, as far as episode 15. And I want to get more episodes. For the people jumping in now, yes, we have 15 episodes posted 15. now. 15. So we're it, cruising. If nothing else... Hit up www.beersinthebasement.com and you can find all of them there, even though that's a little more pain in the ass because I want to listen to my podcast on Spotify, Google, iTunes. I don't want to fuck around with Yeah, websites. everyone has their form, what they go to, but it's right. all up there for you. Right. So I haven't talked to you in a while. What happened right. with the Coors Koozie? I'm so interested. Did you call them? Did you contact I them? I emailed them. And what? Nothing. Nothing. I haven't that. gotten anything back yet. 
I will. They knew they fucked up. They don't don't want to talk to us. They're all in the office now going, did you hear this guy's fucking podcast? And you can't be the only one that said something. No way. Because other people have got this. People must have won this prize or got it as a promo. Put their Coors Light in there and it doesn't fit. Mm -hmm. Major bullshit if you ask me. Yeah. It really is. It's kind of embarrassing on their end. It is embarrassing because. It's labeled. I can't even. I know we won't. We don't have to get into it. I just want to know what happened, <laughs> yeah, exactly. if, if anything, and obviously nothing did. So nothing happened. Moving along. We're moving along. I have a couple topics today. Mm. And Love topicals. I, I mean, I, topics. You, you have to be gentle. <laughs> and um, I'm curious what your feelings are. Do you want to share about a little bit of what you've been up to? You took a trip yesterday. If you don't want to talk about it, that's yeah, fine. I don't. I don't mind. I'm, at all. I'm curious where you've been. Yeah, so yesterday we what was to yesterday Saturday. Saturday, yeah. So we took off Friday and Four. we went into the city. We had planned this for not long, a couple weeks. Like the city being New York, New York. And I know people get that confused, especially Philly, in Philly. our area. You yeah. can say the city and still mean Philly because mm. we're right in, in between. Yeah, I'll debate that. Though. I know. So we went to New York City. Yeah. We hopped on the train like midday, and we uh, got into town, walked around a bit. We went to. We stayed downtown, which I've never been to, which was okay. pretty cool. Yeah. So we went to the 9-11, the World Memori- Trade Center. Yeah, I haven't been Ground to Ground Zero. How was that? Was that awesome? It was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. They had these really nice memorial plaques that wrap around the whole perimeter, Ooh. basically the whole block, of all those that lost their lives. Right. And then they have where the towers stood, these two really cool, just kind of basic waterfalls. Mm-hmm. But they're real pretty. So Is from that there, the reflecting pool? I don't know if it's called that. I'm I not thought there sure. was something. It, maybe I, I really yeah. don't know, but it was nice. The weather was was just warm enough with like a hoodie, and you know the city can be tricky with yeah. wind whipped going from out of stuff. town. You don't know what to wear, what to bring. Right. So that was cool. And then we caught a caught a drink at this bar that's literally right next to the World Trade Center. Okay. And then we went to the 9/11 Tribute Museum. So now oh. there's two. There's a Tribute Museum, and then the Memorial Museum. We just went to the Tribute. It's kind of like a smaller version. And we walked through that for about an hour. What made you really decide good. on that specific destination? She wanted to go, and okay. I was like, yeah, that sounds great. I mean, let's let's check it out. Any specific reason as uh, – does she know anybody that lost their lives or she, was there anything she, like that not, or just not, more not of a cultural – She knew people that were involved with the World Trade Center, but right. – um, well, I won't have to get into that too much. But the, right, the, right. the Tribute Museum was really nice. Yeah. And – I mean, you've seen the videos and the newscasts and everything. It's nothing like when you get in there and read, right. you know, testimonials and, and quotes from people that were a part of it. Right. So that was pretty it's way emotional. more personal. Yeah. The Memorial Museum, we've heard, is even more intense on an emotion level because just how how awful everything were, um, everything was. So that was nice. We did that. We checked into the hotel. And then we, we took a subway back uptown. We caught a improv show. Oh, which was nice. really fun. I bet it was. I mean, there wasn't a big crowd. There was two two um, two showings. We took, caught an eight o'clock, mm-hmm. and before that, sir, we her friend came from over um, in Staten Island okay. and met us up for a drink. So we just really mm-hmm. bumped around. You know, it wasn't yeah. anything super serious. We had some loose plans, but we got to see everything we did. And then yesterday morning, we got up. And we walked the Brooklyn Bridge, which we both haven't done. Right. And I that haven't was done fun. that either. That yeah, it's fun. cool. It's pretty crowded, you know, yeah. and it's a short walk. Right. And we went to this pizza place my uncle recommended, which was really, really good. Brooklyn style pizza. Is that the brewery uncle? No, this is a different uncle. Okay. But it was really good. Brooklyn style pizza. Uh-huh. Whatever you've had around here is good. This shit from Brooklyn, it's just the best. I want to. so, so good. I got to ask you about yeah. that because I like my pizza. Yeah. And well, yeah, I know you like your pizza. I feel like people throw that shit around all the time. There's people out there that'll argue that Jersey Shore pizza is good, or it is uh, absolutely. But that's boardwalk pie. This is Brooklyn pizza. It's different. It's made with you know uh, fresh mozzarella clumps and, right. and basil and like a different sauce. I've had and some a, shitty in pizza crust. in New York though. Oh, I'm sure you have. But if you, if you hit the OG. And you get someone not just that says, "Hey, we're oh, Brooklyn yeah. and we make the oh, best I'm Brooklyn right there pie." With you. I went in like, "All right, this is just another run-of-the-mill pizza shtick. place." Like they're in, saying in, they got there's five thousand pizza places in New York, right? And I went, "I'm like, all right, I'm gonna eat this. It's it's gonna be fine." Yeah, I'm not. It was good. I'm not trying to kiss their ass or anything. Right. But, but it was, was just really a good. solid pizza. Yeah, it was very okay. good for there, and I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Okay. And you guys had that today. Had that. 
yesterday. Cut oh, train. yesterday, right. Yeah, we were pretty tired at that point. Right. We walked a the lot. The city and, wears uh, you out, man. It really does. Even just traveling. It's commuting on a subway, you're not doing anything. You're sitting there. Your body is stationary right. 90% of the time. But walking it's the here and walking there. Constant thinking. and the. We're carrying our backpacks. We're oh, hopping on subways. you got to be aware of your surroundings Correct. and all that stuff. So, yeah, it was a nice little getaway and worked out really well. And then before that, I don't know, I had the, 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 the funeral the week before, so right. our schedules were, were tough that weekend. And that's really all I've been up to Good. since since uh, since St. Patrick's Day, really. It's probably the last time I really got to see you and hang out, whatever. Right. So that's that. That's and you have other good. topics, other questions? I have other topics and questions. Um, and you reminded me of something, actually. Please when we started talking me. about World Trade Center... And how interesting it was back Nine, then. 18 years ago, by the way. The, uh, that that's was. crazy. It's insane to think yeah, about. Yeah, I know. Um, thinking about where I was at the time. I was actually in Maine when it happened. Oh, wow. And coming back home three days later, I think I took the Tappan Zee Bridge. I don't think I took the George Washington. I took the Tappan Zee Bridge, I think. But I remember being a, a spot, and it might have been as we were coming into Jersey. I don't really remember exactly where. But you could still see two pillars of smoke Plumes co- in the coming airs. up yeah. from uh, the the debris of right. the twin the towers. The dust was out of control. The dust, and, yeah. and it looked like this eerie kind mm-hmm. of like the buildings were still there, but it was just the smoldering right. pile of yeah. shit. So you that were was, driving was, home, and you probably heard, I assume heard her on the radio. Oh, or, dude, when or we were up there, it, yeah, yeah, well, of know, course we knew about it on it was, the news. You couldn't then. escape it, of course. Yeah, everyone. I think even younger people remember where they were on that day. Right. It's kind of like we were a part of that history where, you know, like a JFK assassination or oh, yeah, some that's kind a of good big point. thing. Like everybody remembers where they were because this was such a traumatic event. I right. mean, it's not, we're not like boasting, oh, I knew where I was. You just remember because it was so impactful. Right. You know, I was in, I was in class at Mercer. I was in, in college and, and class stopped. They were like, all right, everybody go home. There's been an incident. You leave. And you were in a car driving back, you know? Yeah. It's so crazy. Hmm. So crazy. And, I, and I'm telling, talking to Trish yesterday. Like, people were probably walking the bridge on a regular day like oh we God. were. Oh, my God. And, and then it they, just and happens. They, and it happens. And it's, the bridge is right there. Yeah, right I mean, there. It's 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 half it's a half a mile from World Trade Center. Imagine that shit. So incra- crazy. What I think a lot of it, and this is, I'm actually going to sort of wind this around to, yeah, to a point. Um, when you watch it on TV and you see it, you can use your imagination actually being there. And when I use my imagination with incidences like this, like, oh, man, I wonder what it was like. I almost put myself in the position of one of the people that I'm watching on TV that are right there. And the thing that you can't convey very well when you're imagining it is things like the smell that's going on, the, the sound in particular, because your little TV speakers aren't really going to demonstrate anything. a fucking airplane hitting no, a building. The explosions, like, dude, just the debris, the screens, yeah. the sirens, the right. workers, the panic. Absolutely. So we're so visual, and we're trying to imagine it, but, right. man, I, I just give credit to people intense. that have been through traumatic things. Right. As, you know, we all have our things, but yeah. something like that must be wild. But what reminded me when you were talking about what you did yesterday is – I had thought about, I have a weird, not obsession, but interest in Ew. watching. Okay, you ready? <laughs> Where, yeah. Where's Pete going with this? Yeah. Fight videos. Fight videos, like yeah. people fighting on people the streets? People fighting on the streets. Street fight videos. And it's such a weird thing. And well, I, I really think, thought about it. I don't think it. it's that weird. Oh, it's not, because they're they're crazy popular. Yeah. I mean, you go to any one of these on YouTube, and it's like a million fucking yeah, views, so I've I'm not the a, only one. a million myself. But you you like them particularly. I'm on Reddit, and a subreddit is like street fights, and every time something new gets posted, I'm watching that shit. It makes me feel so... It makes me sweaty, sweatier than I normally am. It makes so my get, heart race. Yeah, you I, get, I get weird feel about like it. You feel like you're involved yeah, in it in a way. I feel the tension. Right. It's kind of scary. And I'm not talking from a from like a badass perspective. I'm not looking for fights. or anything. It's just I try to put myself in... The, and I'm like, ooh, this is like fucking scary and gruesome. Yeah. And you never know where it's going to go, but I can't look... And Everything like, I from like it. the kids fighting at the lunch table to like... Right. You know, corner in a bad area, fighting over some serious shit. Or kinda. people like right. getting knocked out and their heads right. split open on concrete yeah. and like the the crazy shit. Right, that's right. scary. But you and, like it. okay. And I th- I was thinking about where the fuck did I pick this up from? Hmm. Where did I? Did how you did see I a lot suddenly... of fights when you were younger? Well, no. Were you in a lot of fights? No. 
No, no, no. I was in one in like eighth grade. Right. And it was just a total like a fist fight or like a like a shit show. Like dude just bumping into each other. Like no, uh, it was a fist fight. Like, I guess, but it was just like fist wrestling fight. and like I, the teachers break it up and like my elbows bleeding a little bit and this kid's knees bleeding a little mm-hmm. bit because it was just like so nonsense. Like barely like like yeah. Like a G-rated fight, it never got to anything. I would say PG-13. Whoa. There was a little blood involved, Whoa. but you know, showing a little skin. I totally kicked his ass. <laughs> um, no, you know what did it? I think was the Rodney King riots. Wow, we're going way back. now. We're going to '92. That's right. Because I, I literally had this thought this past week of where the fuck did Pete get this sort of excitement of watching these videos i i wanted to know where it came from and i was reflecting on myself a little bit and i was thinking damn in 92 yeah because in 92 i was a little not older i was maybe 15 and i was the the news played the shit out of not only the beating that wasn't really they showed it over and over again and this was like on the cusp of live TV yeah. being broadcast with like car chases, the OJ Simpson shit, like all this stuff. It was the the very dawn of reality TV. And it wasn't like today where it's just in your face. This was a right. f- the one one thing that was nobody had options over and over again. That you turn on the TV you and saw. you're watching like this. The Simpson trial you guys were talking about oh, before that. F- yeah, exactly. F- it was everywhere. Yeah, and it wasn't Rodney King's beating that made me interested really it was the realness also of when that trucker he was at the intersection the riots start and this like semi truck pulls up and these dudes like pull him out of the cab and just beat the shit out of him and they're taking bricks and they're like smacking him in the head and he's stumbling around yeah like he was he maybe that's what you like the realism of it. it it was the realism of it and it was so weird seeing it on TV because I was 15. I loved action movies. I loved violence. Well, I, was I loved say, all you, that shit. You see those fights in movies and, and TV, and it's like, all right, this is staged. You see it in real life, and you see, like, dude's going to fall down and hit his head if he gets snuck one more time and right. crack his fucking head open. Right. That becomes real. It makes your brain think differently in a different way. Yeah. And you get your jollies off on it in a way. I would watch these. The, yeah. It was him. It was, you know, when they had the Koreans up on the, the rooftops of their stores with their guns. All oh, this yeah. crazy imagery. And so okay, I had this realization the other day. And I hop onto YouTube and I start looking. Reginald Denny beating 92 LA riots, all this stuff. And I'm watching. I'm like, yeah, this is where this shit came from of me enjoying for some sick reason yeah. watching this stuff i would never want to be involved and i can't no, stress no, that enough that. i do not want to be involved if i see some shit go down especially these days i'm i'm not a tough guy like i'm walking away i don't want to get you're not shot. gonna stay and watch or oh, video or just no kind of kind of nope hang around i want to nothing to do with you just get out of that shit 10 years ago you just watch I would it on, wanna... on reddit later <laughs> oh exactly 10 years ago i'd be the guy like trying to record it wow. or something like that but now i'm like interesting nope, interesting walking away i don't i don't want to do they with are that good shit. and 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 that's an interesting uh and it fascination it, right say, and it went from least. on tv right you're watching i'm watching these riots whatever mm-hmm. then suddenly the dawn of internet happens the in, the interwebs and you have places like ebaum's world which was wow. one of the earlier sure was. viral video websites, and they're the guys they had porn that also. Too, didn't they? Uh, Ebound's world didn't. They you might have been able to search for it, but they had the shit that was either funny cartoon stuff. Yeah. It was or like a like a modern day Reddit. Modern you know? day, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back then, it, it was, was like a, a variety old. thing. But yeah, yeah, that, and that's exactly right. It had a variety of stuff, but a lot of it was just gruesome. And it was all raw footage. All and raw like, footage. And I, and I love that. Could, it would be injuries and all that. I can't yeah. watch the injuries anymore. Like oh, when yeah. someone's like breaking their arm. Skating videos and stuff I used Ooh. to be able to handle. Mm-hmm. And when I had an injury myself, I yeah. couldn't do it anymore. Couldn't do I it. Start, I get cringy and like yep. wheezy. I can't. I get uncomfortable. And that's I, that's but where I draw the line. You can watch somebody fucking get cracked in the jaw. No problem. Yes. But <laughs> when the title says something like, dude gets beat up, breaks arm. Yeah. I, I can't do that one. I don't know why. Like break, I can yeah. watch someone fall and like crack their head open, but when I see a, a joint go in a direction yeah. it's not supposed to, because it comes super real. Fuck, I can't. You, you do almost. That. Um, I mean, if you've if you've certainly broke a bone, you empathize a little bit, but you that you, might be a part you of sympathize it. Sympathize on that super super real level where yeah. that that I know that pain and it, mm-hmm. you, you can almost feel it yourself. 
Yeah, it's it's no good. There's there's worse fascinations. You're not that weird for having that one, honestly. No, I guess not. And I think and generally if you're watching speaking, an unhealthy amount of it, then maybe. No, it's one of my sort of, you know, I, I don't know if you do, but I have a routine of where I do a round of websites that I hit on daily basis. You've, you've, um, you've ta- touched on them, yeah. How's and, this um, tasting for you now, after your first one? You still getting a little gold in the aftertaste? I am. Liking it less, liking it more? I gotta I'm say, I, I can't tell myself. If, if I'm starting to get a little heartburn from this. Ooh. Or, or not heartburn, a little uh, acid reflux. A little reflux. I would consider yeah. that same. And I... I can feel the eight percent already. Can you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I feel a little loopy. Hey, hand me the opener. I'm ready for another one. Here I it is. I want to feel sixteen percent, and I'm gonna put it right up to the microphone. Ah. Oh. All right. So what oh, else nice. is on the docket? I know you have other topics written down I there. I do I'm have other topics, and I have one to talk about too. It's very brief. Uh, okay, been, hit me. And maybe well, I can segue my other topic into that somehow and yeah, make it seem like it's very it's uh, natural. silly, and it's something. I was going to talk about a few weeks ago, actually, after we got back from Austin. Uh-oh. So I like to consider myself a very observationally observant, observant person. I just when I'm, I'm out in public, observationally I'm like observant. scanning all the time. Oh yeah, like take, especially in the city. Like right. Trisha's talking, you about, have to. I'm like, uh, I'm sorry, I was people watching. What'd you say? Yeah. So we're in the in the uh, airport at Philadelphia. We're going to. We went to Austin, Texas. Is that from a and, is that from a mistrust? Not not to cut in here, but your your observational habits is that because no, you're I'm being just a little a, untrusting? Like or a, just it's like a dog nosy. out in the you know that's or a cat that's been in, in a house their whole life. Right. You know, like when I'm in the city, I see shit that I don't normally see. So yeah, I'm true. Just taking everything in. I'm right, like, did right. you see that? She's like, no, what? Did <laughs> yeah, you see that guy over there? Right. And I'm just like <laughs> scanning back and forth. Right. So this one's a little downplayed so we're in the airport in philadelphia okay we have our flight to austin we're there early right we're there at like i don't know four or five a.m you're traveling you don't you're, do it very often you right. have that little like you want to be on time for everything right so we're going through check-in and then we get through we, everything's fine like we get in and there's dunkin donuts and like you know bookstore and a coffee store and this and that right and i'm thinking to myself and and she's kind of on on the same level with me who are these people that are Voluntarily, like who who says they want to work at the Dunkin' Donuts or the bookstore in Philadelphia Port Airport at three a.m. Right, like who are these people? This is their job. Right, like we're there as as flyers, you know, as a necessity. Right, but because you're trying to get somewhere in there working, right, serving coffees, yeah, pouring beer, whatever it is. Like the right. little guy at the cart selling eighty dollars sunglasses and cologne, you know, the right. shit you don't need. I just found my segue, by the way. Go on. Great. And we're <laughs> saying like, I have a job, you yeah. have a job, she right. has a job. Right. Now they're not necessarily careers. Right. I don't want to say that, but who says, you know what, I want to go work in the airport. I don't I, f- I want to work 11, 11 p.m. to whatever, 7 a.m. Or whatever shift. And there's, you got all your TSA people, and they do a fantastic job. Hats off to them. They really make it, I, I'd like to say, as, as easy as you make it for them. You know, if you got all your shit together and you're not, not carrying anything stupid, you're in and out. Mm. But they're there working. You know, right. there's hundreds and hundreds of employees. And then you get in, and there's just, in, in, in one terminal, you got all the, the bars and the restaurants and everything, and people are working there. Like, is it? community service they have to work there do they do they choose to work there well i think first of all with the tsa agents uh, i have experienced that before in the past couple years and they do do a good job and i think to your point the important thing there to recognize is just have your shit together don't make it fucking complicated they have every right every authority they can they can be dickheads and we've all heard the horror stories but i think generally speaking I got to say, they, they, they're very efficient as long as all you have to do, just like anything else, is look at the website for a second and see the do's and don'ts and just fucking follow those and you'll be at in and out point, and it won't be an issue. it's 2019. If right. you don't know how to fly right, and if you're not going with somebody that doesn't right. tell you what's up, then that that's where your problems are, you know? Uh, but just do your homework. Do your homework. It's, not everybody can fly. I haven't been on a plane in like a bunch of years. Oh, it's really? not something I do very often. Gotcha, okay. Even when I'm not experienced at anything, I'll do a little homework. I'm not going to be the problem. It doesn't matter if I haven't been on a plane for 25 years, for example. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be the fucking problem because I'll be like, oh, I can only bring three ounces of this, and I want to do this. and I'll be in and out, even if I've never done it. You know, Do your homework. Uh, and, do your homework. And, and, and it takes do two seconds. 
And, and the other thing is with the people working there. Yeah. And very, very, very quick addition. Not only the people that are in the service industry in the airport, but the ground crew and the baggage handlers and the pilots and the and the uh, they don't call them stewardesses anymore. The uh, the flight attendants, you know, flight attendants. There's just hundreds and hundreds of people who are doing this right as their job to make our lives easier and better, so we can fly. You know, the guy cleaning the bathrooms in the airport, like wow, what a job that is. How are I, they getting them? I gotta, why are they doing well, it? Okay. In your opinion. In my opinion. Why are they getting them? I think that's a... I'm going to go with a two-pronged attack here. Whoa. Well, number one is going to be a word I used earlier. Necessity. I think everybody needs a job. Correct. And if perhaps not to talk shit about anyone, maybe some of these people, that's where their qualifications take them. That's what they're able to do. That's, what the, what, that's where their bar is. And they is need set. to make money. Right. I think other people say, holy shit, I can work an 11 p.m. to 4 a.m. shift, and I don't have to pay for that babysitter because at that point, you know, my husband's going to be home, and I can come out and make a little extra money. And not only that, but this is great because it's an easy Uber ride from my house, Mm -hmm. and I love people watching and the creeps that come through this place at 2 a.m. Some people probably genuinely love it. Could they go stock shelves at their local Walmart? Maybe. A lot of people love, like you, the people-watching aspect. Mm-hmm. Imagine working in a place like this, and it's 3 a.m. No, what yeah. kind of fucking <laughs> shit show you might see? Is it 3 a.m. or is it like 9 a.m. on a Friday? Or, yeah. Or, you know, what, what's the peak hour? I get what you're saying, 100%. Right. But yeah, you see, it's Philly. I mean, you see every, All kinds. every spectrum of human that we have become. You, you might potentially see movie stars creeping through it's here because true. they don't want to be in the, like, hubbub of fucking prime time Very when everybody's true. commuting and perhaps maybe there's some incentive to working in the airport like discounted flights or there you go. Right. flyer miles or yeah what it whatever it may be but it know? must be weird like working at one of those little dunkin yeah. donuts or something like that yeah. and it's 3 30 in the morning and the people that come in and want that manager's special cream filled fucking donut and you're right. like what is going on it's just on like here? the 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 dudes on the street selling you know, kebabs and halal and stuff in, right. in the city. Trish, Trish calls it street meat, which street is, meat. is a great name. Yeah. There's literally hundreds and hundreds of them. Those dudes sit at that tiny little trailer cart all day. I like the nuts. <laughs> Not even going to lie. No, they smell fantastic. I, I haven't get, had them in I years. Them. I have had them. They are okay. I'm that guy that gets them. I stop okay. at those little candy. I don't think there's anything wrong with cashew that. stands. Yeah. And they give it to you in this little waxy sort of little baggie. Oh man, they're. You like on city? I love it. I love going there because you don't. see so much. I don't. I fucking hate it. Oh, wow. To some degree, if I'm go okay, so there's there's a concert that I want to see very soon coming up. Or <laughs> that's the city for Pete. <laughs> get me the fuck out of here. I just want to shower when I get home and just get city off of me. I no get that offense feeling. to anybody in the city, but if you live in you the city, offended, it, like, you just offended like ten million people. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? That's ten million people that are like, yeah, I get it. I don't care. I'm like that, too. I'm like yeah, germaphobe to right. some degree, you know, but... Hey, did you know uh, back in the day they used to make it was a little more expensive material brass doorknobs and everything everywhere? Do, do you know why that is? As opposed to like... a um, uh, Anything. Aluminum, steel, you know, fucking name it, but brass in particular. Less less cling, clinging of germs? Well, that's exactly right. More sterile? It's more sterile. Apparently, uh, brass neutralizes or does something mm-hmm. with germs after a certain amount of time. And I don't smart. know if that was the reason why they did it or if that was a happy accident, but I know due to cost of material, yeah, they don't old, do old that shit anymore. a lot of brass fixtures yeah. and door handles and, and things of that nature. I wonder if they did that on purpose. Those architects, they're magnificent, man. Yeah. Every, everything down they to a doorknob out, yeah. Yeah, is, is premeditated mm-hmm. and, and has a reason. So well. The Brooklyn Bridge, I was reading some facts about it. It took 14 years to build. Fourteen and, and that, it only cost fifteen million dollars back in eighteen sixty something. That by today's standards would be like hundred and fifty million dollars. Yeah. And probably take half the time. It's so insane. Probably take twice the time these days. You think longer? There's more oh. there's more technological advances. Technological advances, that's I true. But I, I think a lot of times major projects are very politically motivated and sometimes they can just well, yeah, all that either be in slow there. about stuff. They have the ability to do things very quickly and efficiently, 
but there's a lot of red tape for anything that's so much red tape. Yeah, clear it all. So did that segue into your? Sorry to cut you off. Is that segue into your? In a really bizarre way, where in that story do you think? Oh, I know exactly where it happened. So you want me to piece together where you're? No, I don't (laughs) don't know if you'll remember. It had to do with your cart that was in the airport that sold sunglasses for eighty dollars and cologne. You're the guy that buys them. No. Oh, you don't fly. I was going to talk about cologne. Oh, and you just happened to mention the fucking word, and I knew it worked. Cologne. What that about weird? it? Oh shit! I was just gonna say, hey man, I learned from from my dad. One of the few things that I learned from him is that scent is something that will trigger memory receptors 100%. almost more than anything visual or audio. Or if taste, you smell yeah, something, percent, it'll right. like put you somewhere. Yep. Real fucking quick. So he goes, and this is not verbatim because he was not as nurturing as I'm going to put this, but he said, son, one thing you got to remember in life, scent will trigger the best memory response out of any of your senses. So son, I love you. Pick a cologne and stick with it. And every time another woman will smell that cologne, she'll think of you. And, and with that being said, you did so. I I did so, and but I did a switch up. Now, when you come over, like today, you smell magnificent. I'm a cologne wearer. You're a cologne wearer, and it's it's nice to hang with other cologne wearers. Mm-hmm. Except when our colognes, you can't see it because they're invisible, but they like battle each other when we come in for the bro hug and like. It's interesting. They're saying what's up. Yeah, they're, they're saying what's yeah. up. They're sort of mixing. They're like, do we do we go well together? So you took his we... advice and 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 wore the same one for wore the same one, kind of. Okay. Because I had my That's high school cologne, which is your what was it? Jacquard it... Noir. <laughs> yeah, dude, That's, I got uh, it. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, yeah. Yay, my! <laughs> I really didn't know that. Total, Did you total take my notes here? Because oh no, it's not in this one. It's on well, my phone. Well, back then now, there was only like CK One, Dracar Noir, and and I don't know, like, like Jupe or something. Jupe, yeah, <laughs> yeah like exactly. Adidas Cologne. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah the Calvin Klein obsession. There was like at five the CVS, like next to the bubble gum and Fucking stuff. There was Jupe. Adidas. I mean, uh, there's like Stetson and and right. Fucking um, Old Spice, the OG. Yeah, well, that's aftershave. But they had a col like the old. Yeah, yeah. it is aftershave. But yeah. then they had a clone. The OG is aftershave though. But that was great scent. Dracar is oh. a staple. Dracar is a staple, and I wore that for a very, very long time. And then I stopped, and I, I and I bounced around a little bit. And what happened was what ha- happened was not too long ago. I told Monica. I said, I want to. I want a scent. I want a new scent, and I want to stick with it. And this was a, just an open conversation that I was having with her because I'm goofy like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, okay, babe, but I want to have some recommendations. I want to have like this. I want to make a smell my own. Ooh. And she said, okay, go for it. So we go to Macy's one day and she's looking at something <sighs> that she needs. Sorry. And I go to the cologne section. You know those women that stand there and they, like, you try to run by and they still sort of like. It's a little exaggerated. They don't do that anymore. But yes, I know oh. that. The testing Dude, areas. Yeah, so they're not as aggressive anymore, but they're still there. They're still there. And they, they'll they come out to and you. Like, hey, can I? Oh, uh, they're worse than car salesmen or, or furniture Ooh. salesmen, like we talked about. They come right up and hi, how are you? Would you try something? I'm like, no, just let me fucking sniff, scent this myself. So I told, I, I went up to one of these people and I said, I have a cologne that I I remember the smell of <laughs> that I smelled somewhere, and I want to try you, to find. You, of course, it. you did. You said that exactly. Oh yeah, exactly. Like, help me remember this it, scent. I, uh, I I smelled. 20 years ago. It was fucking <laughs> hilarious because that's exactly what it was. I, I, and I didn't even, there was no apologies in my shit. I said, I can see your, hey, do you your, have a couple things. minutes? There's 10 of them and they stand there and they got <laughs> nothing to do. So I'm talking to the one lady and I said, look, this is what I'm, it's, it, I remember it being spicy, had a little wood, you know, it just kind of had a more organic smell. It wasn't the, I want to say per- it wasn't floral. It wasn't citrusy. It was just more like whatever. Like sandalwood, you know, kind yeah. of those those nuttier, So I'm trying to describe this. Types. And she's wonderful. This is Macy's, by the way. And she's fucking wonderful. Like, she gets excited. I could tell she's, she's like, all right, uh, this is what we'll do. We're going to start blah, blah, blah. And she goes, you need this to uh, clear your palate. Because just like when you drink something, when yeah. you smell things over they and over coffee again. Coffee beans? It was coffee beans. That's yeah. exactly right. To cleanse your smell palate. And uh, we're going around and we're trying to find these different things. 
and she reaches out to the one one other woman that's working there and she says, Hey Marsha, why don't you come over and do you know what whatever, whatever? So Marsha comes over and then next thing you know, literally six women are around me and we're all they're all sort of like how about this one how about, and we're trying to narrow it down I said yeah it was kind of along this are they this, just but blasting not... me in your face or they put on the little no, piece no, no, of paper putting on a little piece of paper yeah, okay. and, and you're and sniffing being... it doing a cleanse sniffing it doing yes, a cleanse and they're all being extremely genuine and it was just me I'm not even bullshitting when I say there were six of them all the, the like perfume and co- they were like invested in my you mission you started this little yeah. thing this little scene they were this invested tasting, this in my mission scene. to find the cologne that well, brought now, me now back now we're on a goddamn mission now right. we're on a goddamn mission and they were all wanted in cool so we're all smelling right. these things smelling these things smelling these things and finally I hit the I find it you find it I fucking find it I'm like this is the one I'm this smells Exactly what I wanted to convey, and this is, this is something that you wore, something like your dad wore, like a scent that you were familiar with back then. Is it who wore it? Who who had it? It was something that my dad wore, and I had remembered smelling it. And I'm like, I want, was I it want to like, on? fuck off. Are you serious? <laughs> is it really? Yes. How the <laughs> fuck? We how did, we just I, did a really bad high five, but it was how an awful fuck high five. Did you know that? I I don't know because I know shit. That's so. <laughs> Fucking, fucking weird, Ravon, right? <laughs> I, I'm looking at my notes again to see. I if swear looking... I can't see him. At oh, all. oh, I did say. I actually have both of those. I have Dracar in high school, and then I have Paco Raban. And I was going to mention. I don't even know how the fuck is it. It's Raban. Raban. Paco Raban. It's called One Million. Mm. That's that's the that's the is one that from Paco Raban. No, it's Paco Raban, and it it One Million is like the model. Gotcha. But they had it there at Macy's. They, they still make it, it. They still. I don't know. It, I mean, this was the one that when I smelled similar it, similar enough that you I'm like, remembered this is, it. This is the one I want. Yeah. yeah, it was it was close enough. That's but a it great sort of jumped smell. At That's a great cologne. I I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a little wrench in that. Okay, you ready? So she says, "This is a great, this is a great scent. I think you're gonna be really happy with this." But then she, she goes, "You know, a lot of men what they do is they'll have two colognes." Mm-hmm. She goes, "Now," and I explained to her the whole tied to memory and the scent's very popular and you want to. Or or, or or sort of um, sense tied to the memory and course, all that stuff. Yes. And that does work. And it does work. I can touch on that after you're done. And she said, I understand all that, and you want to pick your one scent, but what's really, really nice is when you get your fall-winter scent, mm-hmm. and then you have your spring-summer scent. She goes, that I, I know sense. you're splitting it up to two, sense. but she goes, I'm going to... I'm just going to impart that wisdom on you. And I go, you know what? That fucking makes sense. Because this Paco Rabanne in particular has a very sort of fall, winter, winter smell to yeah. it. it. It's it, Yeah. It's spicy. It's kind of whatever. So I'm like, okay, well, shit, help me find. And this is when I relied on, on the women there mm-hmm. on finding me something for spring and summer because – I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I remembered that one, but from here, let's let me let you be a professional and tell me like from what you learned about me in the past 15 what minutes. Makes it good for what, me. what might yeah. fit good for me? And they picked out something wonderful. Now at this point, Monica comes walking up and she sees me and I'm amidst these six women and they're all sort of like Having me smell things, they're sort of touching my arm. She's probably saying it's like being pampered with like big leaves and feeding you grapes and like massaging your head and neck and things. She comes up and she's like, "Look at this fucking guy! (laughs) What are you doing? Why are you holding court in the middle of Macy's with all the women from the freaking cologne counters?" I'm like, "I don't know." They came over and she goes, "All right, let's do this." And then she jumps in and we start smelling things. And now I have my I have my Paco Rabanne picked out, but I needed my spring Spring and summer. summer. So I found it, and I went with the. Um, I had to write it down because you didn't really remember bad. the name. Nope. What'd you get? Prada Sport. Prada Sport. Prada Sport. I yeah. don't know that one, but I'm yes. sure it's delightful. Uh, well, and I'll not, hug not you real close me. later, and yes. you can That's take a good. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, where you put cologne on, like on your neck and your wrist. Well, that's a good point. You're a sweaty dude. I'm a sweaty dude. So you're gonna sweat more in the summer. So right. if you wear cologne that's conducive <sighs> to your fer- your natural pheromones, mm-hmm. you know, and when you sweat more, that's gonna be amplified. Sure. I hope they they you know picked a good one that helps out with that whole mess of shit. Well, I'll tell you. Um, I always go with the spray bottle versus the little dabber. What's the dabber? The dabber is basically it's just an open bottle and you put your finger on top of it and you flip it upside down. And you no, kind of like for girls. 
Well, a lot of Dracar came with the dabber. Yeah, I've, but I've only done the just spray, the sprayer spray type. Yeah, right. So I well, I'll insist on a sprayer now because some shit Please still go. does come in this other one. I guess they may might. And I just do two on the chest. There you go. A reason why I don't do anywhere else is because um, I find it to be too imposing mm-hmm. on somebody. Okay. And maybe me and my wife are kind of hanging out and, you know, we're kissing a little bit. I don't <laughs> want it all up in my face, like around my neck or ear area. Okay, and well, my... you don't spray it that high. Well, no, I mean, I t- put <laughs> like one dab two, behind each ear. Like right here on, <laughs> like, on the veins is all the... you need. <laughs> oh, on the veins? Yeah. What right if, here. Where... What, what if we're necking? Well, then she's going to taste a little alcohol. Yeah, she doesn't want to. <laughs> Well, then she's allergic to cinnamon, and some of these things. Then the have chest cinnamon. is your best option, right, right on the go. nips, right. unless she's licking those two. <laughs> <laughs> the wrists really are good, though. A little spray on the wrists. You go with the wrists. Yeah. We're anywhere else? Or I do, you do like, like one or two on the neck, one? and then I do on the wrist, and then I'm good. And that's now, it. now let me just clarify a little bit because you gave a bit of visual. You do one or two on the neck. Yeah. And then you do one, and then rub your wrists together. It depends. Rubbing really just. Kind of negates it. You want it to just spray it and leave it and leave it. Yeah, because okay. by rubbing it, you kind of it takes away. Just let spray huh. it and let it dry. You're you're good at this. Yeah, I've been wearing cologne a long time, and yeah. I, you know I've always wear. But again, I I have one like you. You know that's I've been rocking literally since eighth grade. Wow. Since I'm fifteen, I'm thirty seven now. Is it the CK one? No, or I did wear that though. I had CK one time. for a while. No, my too. go-to was Curve, and I've been wearing that Curve. since fifteen. So twenty two wow. years I've been wearing that. Which is crazy to think about. Is that the blue bottle? No, it's like, it's not quite gold. It's like a dark green, yellowish. Okay. You'd see, you'd know it if you if you saw it. But that's my smell, and I have people and friends who like are tied that smell when with, they smell with that. Me. Remi- yeah, remind right. them of you, of me, and. If I don't see them for a while, they'll and they see me and I'm wearing it. They're like, "Oh my god, just like you just did, you know, 15 years ago." Or yeah. I've even gotten texts from friends like, "Just walk past somebody that smelled just like you," you know. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a remembrance thing, like your dad said, you know. And right. he, he is right. Yeah. The smell triggers more memory than than almost anything. And it's nice that people tell you that because that means not only yeah, uh, we're doing it, are right? you leaving positive memories on people because. Nobody would text you and be like, you motherfucker, I remember you because I just smelled this smell. Pretty sure of that, yeah. It's more of the uh, along the lines of, hey, man, I miss you. I just smelled someone that smelled and like you tr- and yeah, you were yeah, I can fun. Trigger, remember, like, oh, man, I miss Pete or I miss Mike. Like, let me let me text him. Right. And the reason I knew Paco Rabanne is because yeah. my dad used to wear it also. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. And I used to steal it and put it on when I would, like, go to church or was I wearing a suit. Like, if it was a fancy event, yeah. I'd be like, oh, I, I, dad wears cologne. I want to wear some, too. Yeah. But it is very, very good. It's like an old man, dad, 80s, Thanks. 70s, 90s yeah. smell, you know? And I his dad might have worn it before. <laughs> no, no, I'm not insulting man, in any way. It's, it's a great so smell. Well. It's timeless. Because I think that's what you, you meant. That's that's what I want to say. It's <laughs> oh, timeless. Thanks. Because there's so much bullshit now. And there's right. so many. There's so many. And a lot of them are really, really every brand overpowering, and 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 some are just so strong. You could probably find Levi's yeah. cologne. Like you remember going or to Catman Converse cologne and smelling like 800 different kinds of colognes on dudes. Yeah. Well, I, we're in that part of Jersey where you have a lot of the, um, let's say. The stereo, the Jersey Shore stereotype. Mm-hmm. If you go to what is a happening club with mm-hmm. like the latest pop music, right. and you got your DJ, and it's very bass heavy, yeah. you have that stereotype. Loading up like all Lo- over the body, all over the body, like no shower, yep. basically like everywhere. I I want to smell, and I want everybody around me to smell like me because it's fucking an, an attempt at alpha. I think it's a poor attempt. It's, it's an alpha, but right. it's an alpha attempt. And yeah, even like I was talking about my observation, my situational awareness in the city. Right. We walk past this dude. And I'm like, man, this dude left a fucking Tr- long trail of cologne. Yeah. Like not just in passing. Like I smelled it for, you know, you're like a bloodhound. Two, three, four, yeah, four seconds. You're afterwards. walking in the pizza place and you're right. like, that dude was here yeah, ten I minutes ago. And I pick up weird scents all the time. <laughs> it's it's my weird thing. Well, one of my weird things. <laughs> I got, a, I got a nose. I learned like, something. You smell like, I mean, you go down the subway. And Do you smell danger? Instantly smells like urine. Like yeah. everywhere. I'm like, yeah. ugh, it's disgusting. I smell danger all the time. Really? Urine is danger. But, yeah, good point. Urine <laughs> no, is I a... just, I don't know. It's just, it's just a, a sense that's heightened for me. Right. 
That's interesting. Yeah. And I think you're uh, five guys in the garage kicking basketballs at each other's faces. That was fantastic. That was so fucking fun. Do you want to explain how that started? I had so much fun doing that it shit. It was amazing. We, it was were playing, like, we were playing darts. Yeah. And Trish was playing and, and Paul. And I was in. Me and, Some, somebody kept me leaving. Me and Monica they, were in. I think it was Monica. Okay, so <laughs> the girls kept leaving. Yeah, the girl. Actually, it was Trish, too. So yeah, the they kept leaving. the game got held up. So right. the all, dark the, game. all the dudes were standing around like, well, we don't want to play out of turn. We're going right. to be gentlemanly we're and waiting. Wait. Yeah. Right. So it's like, all right, we're in a garage. We're in Mike's garage. What else is there to do? So right. I think I got the ball or Paul did. I can't remember. Like, hey, let's see. Hey, I'll I'll pass the ball to you, and you juggle it on your foot, like kind of like a soccer ball. But it was a basketball, so super bouncy on the concrete. Right. And then before you know it, five minutes later, we're like a couple drinks in, yeah. more a couple more drinks in. Like we're not we're we're we're, we're, we're you know soccer juggling right. the ball, and then we're making up all these rules as you go. Like all right, off the off the uh, the workbench, it's okay. It's okay. Off the stereo, okay. Doesn't touch the ground, it's still in play. Like. Hands or elbows are okay, but yeah. no, no fingertips. One bounce is okay. If you have to keep it, it in play, like it's okay. It went on for a long time. Uh, oh, yeah. It was great. And then then we started making up rules right. as it went on. And because think, you needed to. And we deemed it idiot ball, correct? Uh, idiot ball. And I think what was nice about it was that it was five dudes right. that everybody was able to, without bias and without being confronted and without any bullshit, Make up a fucking rule, and everybody was like, "Yeah, that sounds good. Right. I love that rule." And yeah, we it's just not like, like your rule sucks. Your yeah, mind's better. Just, we were just making up rules to make right. it easier for ourselves. Right. Like if, exactly. it hit, if it hit the ground and stopped, <laughs> right. still in play. It's still in play. <laughs> like I need just to keep it going. Don't let it stop. <laughs> yeah, right. as long as it stays and then I don't. We never finished the fucking dart game. Anyhow, <laughs> of course not. <laughs> I was drunk that day. Oh, I was I was pretty loosey goosey. Oh, so I I held it together all day. You know, Ooh, yeah. shots and like right. It's my house. I kind of yeah, dude. Be alert you and, have to be around because you're the host all day long yeah. yeah and it's one of those moments where and i talk about this all the time like i'm prepping and people come over start getting there like 3 3 30 you know yeah i'm having drinks first, yeah, it started the, early yeah, right the first wave of people get there you know we eat we sit down yeah i check my watch or i look up at the clock and it's 11 30 you know it's like what the, the hell just, just happened just, just go by yeah it was that quick. kind of good party it was so right. great and the next morning, I woke up, and I was trying to drink water throughout the day. Oh, okay. Help, That's a good idea. Hydrate, sure. You know, like, because I know I'm a piece of shit the next day if I don't. Right. So I wake up, and I felt okay. Not too bad. And I'm like, all right. I'm cleaning up a little bit, you know, just tidying up all the bullshit. Uh -huh. Throwing chips and stuff out like that. Right. And then I'm like, hey, I could have a beer if I wanted to. I wasn't hungover, which is crazy. And I wasn't, I wasn't hungover, and I wasn't drunk. Okay. I had one of the rare occasions I get the super late hangover. Oh. I wake up for a few hours and I'm fine, and then boom, it hits me. Hits you. Yeah, I'm not like, you know, like Damn. woke up drunk still. Right. And, it, and I did have a drink later that day with dinner, but it was a little too late, and it did help. Yeah. But the hair of the dog probably would have helped you out maybe a little had earlier. I known yeah. I needed it right, earlier. Right. You thought you were like, okay. I didn't wake up and be like, oh man, I need a drink. I feel like shit. Yeah. I felt okay. And then. I was surprised because I've been to a ton of parties at your house, and usually I get pretty fucking hammered you were, just you for kept, the lack of it. Okay. I kept it you okay. Kept it moderate. And it was great. I had such a fun time. I think we left at the perfect time where yeah. it was like right before everybody was getting a little too uh, like beyond where I was drunk-wise, mm -hmm. where yeah. I couldn't like really sync up anymore. Went home. Had it just pretty much, I think, fell asleep on the couch That's and just kind of, yeah, it was very chill. And the next day I was relatively productive and I awesome. still had a great time. You are productive the next day. Yeah, yeah, you definitely. didn't have the hangover or the I headache I didn't burn the anything. whole, right. You didn't waste the day. No. That's perfect. And thanks again for hosting. That was oh, I'm awesome. I'm so glad that you could make it. Everybody could come over. Yeah. It we was haven't a had a house blast from the past, too. Really I haven't was. seen a lot of those people in a long time. And yeah, it was you've very pleasant and really fun. Yeah. Because you forget sometimes. I agree. And I wasn't in the OG group. I married into it. Yeah, but, but you've been around for years, man. You, yeah. You're, you're a part of that group. But yeah, everybody was still very welcoming, very fun, and like, oh, man, how you been? It was fun catching up with everybody. Totally. And yeah, yeah, it was a good time. Good, and we have good a second round too. of Idiot Ball coming up soon. Oh, uh, we think. need to. With yeah, the, uh, when is it happening? Intramurals are our next weekend. Oh, shit, that's right. <laughs> better, we better practice. Better get your <laughs> yeah. spikes on. <laughs> okay, well, on that note, yeah. I think we're going to wrap it up for tonight. Uh, yards, I don't know. I'm, I'm not buying this one again. Oh, no, it's... <laughs> yeah, I got I it. Don't know. 
We won't be revisiting right. this one, guys. Not Jefferson. We like your others, but this one. Yeah, Brawler. I like yards. I'm gonna or, or Jefferson's. I'm gonna pass on. But like, good you still try. Have another one though. I'm gonna oh, finish I'm still, this one. Like, dude, you can't let a six pack go to waste. No, and the eight percent. You know, one more, and I'm gonna feel it really uh, nice. big time. And I have to try to edit. And I, ha- I'm not even gonna get into the shit that I still have to do today. But all right. Thanks everybody for tuning in again. I'm gonna try to get everything situated as far as the episodes that are shown on each Spotify, iTunes, all that bullshit. I will eventually figure that out. Hang in there as far as that goes. Email us beers in the basement podcast at gmail.com. Hit up our website, www.beersinthebasement. Great podcast. Seriously. Seriously. Fantastic. And with that, we get the fuck out of here. Adios. Ninety-seven bottles of beer on the wall. Ninety-seven bottles of beer on the wall. Ninety-seven bottles of beer. You take one down, you pass it around. Ninety-six bottles of beer on the wall. Ninety-six bottles of beer on the wall. Ninety-six bottles of beer.